That bitch come on like a movie. gentlemen this is subliminal message studios and i am your host as always ladies and gentlemen leonardo and as always i i always want to cover my first part of this podcast just by talking to you man and seeing how you're doing because lord knows there's so much drama in this world and drama that we self-produce as always because i'm seeing more and more now on how drama is becoming such a cool thing to start and i'm letting you know right now do not self-destruct because the elites wants you to do that that you are falling right into their hands you have got to never stop thinking you have to chase your dreams so when you woke up this morning i hope you woke up with some urgency and the faith to keep moving forward the faith to keep going forward no matter how hard you are hit one day after Moses had grown up he went out to with his own people where he watched them at their heart he saw an Egyptian beating Hebrew one of his own people glancing this way and that and seeing no one he killed the Egyptian and hid him in the sand this is subliminal message studios ladies and gentlemen from there elijah went up to the bethel as he was walking along the road some news came out of the town and cheered him go on up you bald head they said go on up you bald head he turned around looked at them and called down a curse on them in the name of the lord then two bears came out of the woods and mauled 42 of them yet she became more and more promiscuous and she recalled the days of her youth 
When she was a prostitute in Egypt, there she lusted after her lovers, whose genitals were like those of donkeys and whose mission was like that of the earth. Now Elud had made a double-edged sword about a foot and a half long, which he strapped to his right thigh and under his clothing. He presented the tribute to Eglon, king of Moab, who was a very fat man. After Elud had presented this tribute, he sent on their way the men who had carried it at the idols near Gilgag. He himself turned back and said, I have a secret message for you, O king. The king said, Quiet. And all of his attendants left him. Elu then approached him while he was sitting alone in the upper room of his summer palace and said, I have a message from God for you. As the king rose from his chair, Elu reached from his left hand, drew the sword from his right thigh and plunged it into the king's belly. Even the handle sank in after the blade which came out of his back. Elu did not pull the sword out and the fat closed in over it. Then Elu went out to the porch. He shut the doors of the upper room behind him and locked it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Leonardo. Welcome to my podcast. And um, like I said, I always like to begin my podcast just talking to you and, um, you know, seeing how seeing how you're doing, man. Um, I, I don't know about you guys, but thank God it's Friday. And I hardly ever, ever, ever say that. Not because I haven't had Fridays off. Um, I've had the weekends off for a while. That's just how my job works. And I thank God for that because these kids drive me up the wall. <laughs> um, uh, but ha- however, um, I, I am saying thank God it's Friday because it is going to be beautiful over the weekend, ladies and gentlemen, and I really, 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 really hope everybody gets out and enjoys the weather, enjoys the nice fresh air, because Lord knows there might too not be too many much days of this, of of the days where you guys remember when you used to go out with your family, and, and, and it seemed like everyone was there. You guys remember that, man? Like, I don't know about you, man, but I remember when I was a kid, you know, my childhood was was really, really crazy. I'm not going to lie. But one thing I always, always remember, man, is the times that me and my family, and and it was a bunch of us. It would be like 40 deep at at a camping site, man. It was crazy. There was, and somehow, I remember how it always started. I remember it would start... Like, hey, my, my mom would come up to us, you know, her, her you know, she come up to the three sons, hey, you little fuckers, you get your shit ready to go, we're going camping. 
you know, chugging a beer shit. <laughs> you know, she was, my mom was wild back in her day, man. I love, I love her so much, man. I'm not even lying, man. She was the greatest woman that, that my mom is such a saint, man. And I'm not even, I'm not saying that because I'm sure everybody says that about a mom, but I am saying that even if I, if I did not know her, if I was not her son, that woman, I would still have this image of a set, such a saint from this woman. You have no idea how much patience and how much love is in this woman. It's, it's unbelievable. And it teaches me something. Every single day I wake up, every single time I talk to her, I, I, I learn more and more. Even if it's just the simplest things. It could be like, it, it would be something like, hey, did you check the mail today? I learned something off a response. It could be the simplest response, but I learned something from her patience and her virtue or her virtue that's always pointed towards love. You know what I mean? And um, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I guess what I'm trying to say at the end of the day is I wish I wish I could be more like her. <laughs> it's weird. It is, man. That now that I'm adult, I, I remember growing up as as every kid. You know what I mean? They hate their parents, man. But now that now that um, I'm an adult, man, there's so many things that I wish um, I was a lot better at. The way she is better at them, because nobody's perfect. Don't get me wrong, ladies and gentlemen. But I tell you what, man. That woman's love has shown me something that the world could never show me. That no book could ever put into words. That no group could ever form. Now that woman's love has shown me what humanity can really produce. And that is why I've kept my faith, I think, for so many years and still to this day. And I advise you all, just going back to my... um. Going back, I'm sorry, man. Going back to um, uh, what I was originally talking about. I don't know if you guys remember, but this is the way it would start with my family. If I, hey, you know, we're going camping, and then we all, and, and then we knew at least one family would be there. It'd usually be my like one of my aunt's family. You know what I mean? And we know they'd all be there. You know what I'm saying? So we knew that much. So we go there. All of our cousins are there. You know what I mean? It's already like it, it's already getting like 10, 12 of us, right? And then somehow, some way. All the rest of the family would show up. Them, their friends, their mama's friends. You know what I mean? Every Everybody would show up, man. Everyone would be there. Before you know it, we'd have the whole campsite locked down. I guess what I'm trying to say is, ladies and gentlemen, I, I advise you, I'd highly advise you to get together with your family, man. Get together with your friends. And don't let drama start. Don't let people self-destruct around you, man. You have to you have to calm that down. And, and, and this is also what I mean about... Eliminating people that self-destruct and that like self-destructing. Eliminate people, and and, I, and, and honestly, man, it, it's very it's a very hard thing to do. But I tell you what, you can do it. It's as as much as it hurts, man. You have to do it. Um, I, I listen to me recently. Recently, I I did, and it was a. It started as it started off as a very very bad you know um, bad bad thing and, and now it's it's much better but there's still certain people that are part of that um, that's I'll just say that group or that uh, family or whatever that I will never never want nothing to do with I'll never want to see them again because there's such self-destructive people and all they want to do is blame everybody else for what they don't have and you have to eliminate yourself away from those people because those type of people will bring you down and they will never learn to truly succeed in life and I'm not talking about financially I'm talking about with within you 
You, you know what I mean? This is what Subliminal Message Studios is all about, ladies and gentlemen. You know, this isn't like InfoWars, and this is what it isn't like Steven Crowder or any of those other, you know, right-wing, right-wing um, podcasts, right-wing um, uh, t- television shows. This has nothing to do with that, man. I'm going to give you what's really, really going to affect the elites. Because as soon as we start looking in on ourselves, we start to realize how much hate is in them. How much hate we see in all these politics and all we have to really do is start with ourselves and look in within ourselves. And as soon as we do that, we are able to defeat the hate in this world. You have to understand that anger will never go anywhere. That is part of us. Frustration is never going to go to where that shit will follow you to work. It will follow you to a funeral or follow you to your wedding. It will follow you everywhere. The point being is we have to conquer and it will start within ourselves. They don't want you to know to start with yourself. They want to they want to keep on giving you this ideology to blame everybody else. They want to keep on giving you this ideology that you'll never make it. Don't believe them. And I don't care. I listen to me. I don't care if you're on the left side. I don't care if you you believe everything that I I absolutely think is disgraceful and, and and will bring America down. I do not care as long as you are looking within yourself. And you are asking yourself on a daily basis, what can I better? What can I improve out of myself? What can I, how can I help myself enough to then help somebody else? It, why am I seeing, why do I not like that person? He, he or she has not said one thing to me. They haven't looked, any, looked at me in any kind of way. Everybody has that one person they, they just don't like. I advise you highly to look at yourself and find out. What you see in them that you're seeing in yourself that you do not like. And eliminate that and keep on improving, improving on that. You see what I'm saying? Eliminate it. Get rid of it. And if you cannot ever get rid of it, then constantly, constantly improve on that weakness. And you will win. You have to understand these people like these people that are are billion that are trillionaires. You know, everyone wants to talk about what it's the millionaires, it's the billionaires that are, are, are controlling this world and they're keeping us down. Ladies and gentlemen, we have no idea the type of money that the real elites have. These guys aren't billionaires. They're not, they're, they're trillionaires. They don't buy, uh, they don't create skyscrapers. You know, I go after Mutual of Omaha a, a lot, but ladies and gentlemen, the fact of the matter is, is Mutual of Omaha doesn't buy countries. Okay, they build skyscrapers. They suck us out. They're little puppets for their elites. You have to understand that. Biden, he's nothing but a puppet. That's why he's evil is out of like all time. He's evil. If this was like a Dr. Evil pledge, like from one to 10, Biden is like at a four, maybe five, maybe. AOC, like these kind of people, Pelosi, they're like a one. That's, that's their type of evil. These elites, they're at, they're at a 10. They are, they, they have, they, they do this shit. They, they operate so scientifical and not just that. I always want to tell you guys, just because you don't believe in God, just because you don't believe in God, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to break something down to you. Guess what? They believe in Satan. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that to um, uh, you know, to to scare everyone. You have to understand. Um, be, no, they 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 believe in Satan. They openly they openly admit we believe in Satan. Now they never say anything about God because after all, you you cannot speak highly of the Almighty if you're if you're a pedophile and you're a satanic Luciferian reaching fuck. Um, 
what I'm trying, uh, I'm sorry for my language. What I am trying to say, ladies and gentlemen, is we can fight and we have so much more power than they try to keep on explaining to us and tell us. And they only, they always try to give us only certain amount of options. You know, it takes nothing but for us to literally read through history and find out how great we are, ladies and gentlemen. But um, you know what? We'll, we'll be right. We'll be right back. We're gonna go to one of our sponsors, ladies and gentlemen. I really hope, like I was saying, man, like I really hope when you woke up, you had some urgency, man, because especially this weekend, it, it is going to be nice. It's gonna be in the upper. 50s on Saturday. Today it's going to be staying around like 37, but over the this this weekend and the coming weekend it's going to be in almost the 60s, guys. So get out there, get some fresh air, man. Get together with people. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, and I understand maybe if you don't have a lot of uh, maybe if you don't have a lot of people that you're close to. Hey, I completely completely understand that. You see what I'm saying? And I, and, and I honestly do, you know what I mean? Um, that being said, man, it, 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 not that it doesn't matter, but I want you to understand that you could have just yourself and have the greatest amounts of fun if you allow yourself to believe you can. If you have enough faith, if you have enough hope, that somewhere out in the world, something out in the world is waiting for you. Yeah, that's what you have to understand. You know what I mean? Let's like, like I said, let's say you, even if you don't have that many friends, even if you're not able to really, really get out there because it really just honestly you. Well, let me tell you something. The world is not waiting on anybody. You have to understand that you are not waiting on the world. The world is waiting on you. So even if it's just you this weekend, man, get out there because the world is waiting on you. You don't have to. You don't have to do something that's super cool over the weekend. Jump off a bridge, fly, you know, fly a, a plane. You don't have to do all that, man. You could do something as simple as just going for a, a long walk up at the park. You could do something as simple as taking almost two hours, just 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 walking around the city. You could drive up, you could drive up into some random part of, uh, way, way out west, some random part of the woods that's just open area. You go out there, you know what I mean? Just go walk around, go get some air. No matter what you do, ladies and gentlemen, I really, really hope that is, uh, that will be, at least that's my goal, to really try my hardest to get out this weekend, man. And I know for a fact I'm going to do it because it is going to be so beautiful. And I cannot miss uh, these uh, times like this because, like I said, we might not have these type of weekends or uh, much, uh, much more of these type of weekends coming here soon. You know, th- there, is a, there is a wickedness within this world that is constantly trying to throw the world into some type of some type of scenario where it's life or death you know whether you're going to sink or swim and i don't know about you ladies and gentlemen but i am going to live i am going to swim i am going to conquer i am not going to let and allow this type of ideology to continue to be progressed throughout America and have it, and not just that, have it be 
laid in stone so then it, where it becomes law yet we have to we we have some serious works to do ladies and gentlemen it is not going to be the lord that fixes everything i i i i, I remember when i was growing up and, and this is going to be this is going to be uh, uh uh just to reiterate when i was growing up i was i, I had i i was a very angry child let's just say that you know what i mean and that's not because i just like being angry you have to understand that, and I'm being dead honest. It was it had nothing to do with that. I knew exactly why I was angry. I knew exactly, um, and I was angry at the schools a lot because I, I I knew for a fact that they did not care about anyone there, and they continued to tell everyone that when it had nothing to do with them actually caring about the students. They were all they cared about is making sure that that school keeps on going for another year. Now, when I was going to school, Burke was having very, very hard time, especially in high school. Um, Burke was having very, very um, uh, uh, hard times with the Nebraska State Board of Education. They were threatening to not uh, give them grants to take away their money anymore. So a lot of a lot of institutionalizing was happening when I was going to high school. And I knew that's exactly what it was. And it pissed me off even more. And that's just high school. Elementary school is even worse. But um, that that being said, uh, uh, you know, so I'm, I, 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 I I got into a fight, right? I got into a fight at, um, in um, in uh, school. Or actually, it was on that school. It was on a bus, and I ended up having to go to the um, having to go to uh, the youth center. You know what I mean? I, I, because I, I, I hit the. There's a reason why I shouldn't fight. Um, but anyways, I, I, I hit the kid and um, uh, he, he got hurt really, really, really bad. I, I just hit him once. I, sw- I literally just hit him once. And um, he got hurt really bad, man. And I ended up having to go to the youth center about it. Kind of part of a stipulation um, by the school and the police at that time. And um, things of that nature. And that's also why, uh, how I... Uh, how I met a lot, of, a lot of really, really good officers, and um, that's kind of not that's not that's where the journey started, but you know that's where it really, really um, led to me led to me um, uh, understanding uh, the life of a police officer and just the life of um, uh, men that protect uh, the night when the evil goes bump. Uh, but um, so we're uh, we're sitting at this table, right, and it's me and like twelve other twelve other pissed off teenagers just like me well we're all in elementary i was i think i was just coming out i think i was in the seventh grade come to think about it i was in the seventh grade now anyways um we're like there's like 12 of us and we're all sitting at a table each one of us pissed off now a bunch of nuns come over and talk to us and they're talking to us about uh lord you know the uh, uh god and uh jesus and um uh, redemption and re- and repenting and, and and all all these all these um, fantastical things that we think are are only something in the movies. You know what I mean? Because we've only seen them in the movie. We've only seen it in the movies. We've only seen true courage in the movies. You know what I mean? So we 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 continue to believe that oh that's just something in the movies. Being honorable that's just something in the movies. You know what I mean? Well, all these things are are. These are the certain things that we actually live by in America, and it's one of the reasons why we beat the British Empire's ass a long time ago. But anyways, we're all sitting at the table now. One of the nurses, um, one of the nurses says, "You know, um, you just, you know, if you would just open your heart to God." And uh, uh, one of the uh, one of the um, uh, 
one of the other kids, you know what I mean? He got real mad and he's like, you know what, man? I don't believe in God because, you know, uh, if, if God was all real and he knew everything, then how come he didn't stop, you know, uh, stop my mom uh, from losing her, losing her house when I was young? You know, that really devastated me. And he, he went on and on. And he was like, if God really knew what was going to happen to me, then how come he didn't stop me from doing what I did and ended up in here and ending up, and ending up in here? And before the nun could even answer her, I looked at him and I said, well, why didn't you? Why didn't you? And the look on his face uh, drew such a huge, huge contradiction. Because he actually, I, I could see him not thinking with anger. And he actually started to think within himself and think to himself, damn, dude, I, I have no one to blame. I honestly don't. I have no one to blame but myself. And it's 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 um it's 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 a reality of the thing. We 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 cannot we we cannot keep blaming God for the stuff that we are doing to ourselves, which is what we do constantly. You know, we, we blame God for almost everything that happens. We blame God for, you know, and, and, and I'm not going to be contradictive. I used to do it um, sometimes, too. I, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I, I um, like, like I said, I was a little smart ass growing up. So I, I knew where to place my anger, which is uh, one of the reasons why, um, <laughs> let's just say, uh, that's probably one of the reasons why I'm so look uh, looked after nowadays. Uh if, if you know, you know, uh, by what I'm saying by that. Um, but I, 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 I didn't, I, I, I caught, I have caught myself blaming God for certain things growing up. And, um, I did it for a very long time. I am not going to lie to you for almost years. And, um, this is a more in my, uh, somewhat semi young, young youth adulthood. If you, if that makes sense. And, um, it took me a long time to understand that, you know, uh, it took me a long time to understand that life is not personal and some things happen, but life is never personal. It's not like life wakes up one day and just decides, hey, we're going to fuck with Brian. Hey, we're going to fuck with, 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 with uh, Kathleen over there. We're going to fuck with Caitlin. We're going to fuck with, I don't know what your name is. We're going to fuck with you. You know what I mean? Life, that's not how life is. And um, it took me a long time, uh, before I even keep on going with this, uh, it took me a long time to find uh, a way to say that and and not just say it, but really understand how I was feeling. You know how you could uh, feel a certain way, but you have no idea how to put it into words because you don't know. Well, that's this is kind of one of those things. You know, I, I I knew how I was feeling, but I did not know how to put it into words. And um, thank God for my brother. You know, he's got this kid is such a spiritual motherfucker, man. Yeah, he, he is. You know what I mean? He believes in God more than he even thinks he does believe in God. You know what I mean? He. You know, I asked him. I, I I asked him last time. I asked him. I'm not trying to put him on blast. But last time I asked him if he believes in God, he just put his head down and said, "Well." I, I believe in you know spiritual natures, and I I started I wanted to laugh so hard not because of what he said, but because he that man he's a man of God whether he likes it or not he walks with God every two seconds and he probably he probably doesn't like it you know <laughs> he probably doesn't like it you know what I mean but um, 
point being said, uh, he, he said to me, he, this is one of the things he said to me because I was, I was talking to him about, you know, some of my problems. Like, he's kind of a guru to me, you know, so I was talking about some of my problems and he, he got, he got fed up with it, man. He said, Ben, you know, I'm tired of this. You have to understand that life is not personal. Okay? Leo, life does not wake up and go and just think to themselves, we're going to go after Leo. We're going to make Leo's life hard. Life is not personal. And it was literally this. That is the simplest. That is the simplest term. It's it's a it's quick. But there's so much amplification with those simple words. Life is not personal. So, ladies and gentlemen, remember, life's not personal. Some things happen. And that's one thing I had to um, realize that some things happen. And sometimes there is nothing you can do about it. But 98% of the time, you know what the real reality is? There is something you can do about it. We are just forgetting to, to do the one thing that we are constantly being told not to do. And you know what that is? Thinking. Thinking is so much more important. Um, I, I've said, you know, I, I, I repeat myself uh, quite a lot, but, but but because certain things are so are so fundamental and they will never really really change. Um, but one of the things I, I read a book, I came across this book where I read a book. Um, first I saw, I believe it or not, I saw it on a movie, right? I saw it on a movie, and then um, I, I wanted to find the fucking book. I said, man, I got to find this book. You know what I mean? This and that. So, um, uh, lo and behold, I find it at a gun show, and this is uh, uh, very, very recently. And um, I find it at a gun show. I get home. I skim through the whole fucking book. I stay up all night reading the book. I did not do anything but sit in my bed and read the book. I was so excited. And um, But one of the terms um, I found... Uh, I just, I, they, I, I guess it's not really a term, it's an analogy. Um, but um, one of the sayings goes in there is, uh, they say that, they say that 90% of people that are lost in the woods die of shame. And um, in the book it says, you know, uh, it says that exact quote, 90% of people uh, die of shame. They ask themselves, why did this happen to me? You know, how could this happening happen to me? What did I do to deserve this? And they forget to do the one thing they should have never stopped doing, which is thinking. And um, we, we as a people really, really need to think, question, question every, everything, everything, question everything. You know, and I'm not saying uh, question your mom, question your dad when they tell you to do something. This is not what I'm saying. Uh, you, common sense is not so common, which is um, I, I understand why, why we have gotten there, too. But what I'm trying to say is after you have been lied to so much by the same institutions, it is truly, truly up to us to question everything that we are being told when in fact they have lied to us so much the media has constantly and still does constantly constantly practice division amongst america make no mistake i do this podcast not because it's a right wing thing but i i i do this to truly truly reach 
the Midwest because the Midwest, at least I believe the Midwest is becoming more important than any other part in the country. So I do not want to see the Midwest turn its eyes down and allow the devil to fly right over them. Knowing that we can stop him if we look up, grabbing his cloak and bringing him down. I know it's I know it's uh, scary. I know I know it's 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 a, a, a tough thing to think about, and it, it, it you don't really understand how truly effectful these things are until they start affecting you. Let us not be that prudent and allow ourselves to stop the things that will change our lives and the people that want to alter our genetics and alter our lives we need to stop them now because soon it will be too late and when i mean soon i mean within these next couple years now i don't know i i I do not know what exactly they're going to pull but what i do know is the moment People like George Soros start th- start saying like we need to go to war with George uh, with uh, China. Meanwhile, he, why he pays why he pays gangs uh, high profile gangs very very strong and high profile gangs here in America to stop fighting amongst them, amongst themselves and gather together and then start to create a war with the police. It reminds you of something straight out of Double Dragon. But believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, Hollywood has a weird way of producing what their real intentions are by giving it to you on a screen so you will not ever, ever see it coming. Kind of like the way they do with vampires. We'll never know what a real vampire actually looks like or what he does because we have constantly, in our minds, I should say, we already know what to look for if we ever did if if there ever was a vampire we already know what to look for but the reality is is a vampire the reality is is a vampire is someone who sucks the life out of children by beating them raping them selling them off teaching them that this is a new form of family you don't think the Kintler project like i said once before was just stayed in Germany. Germany the German government openly admits that they are run by satanic cult cult reading people. People that literally believe in the devil. You don't think the Third Reich really, really died in Germany? No 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 Eisen no back you see a long time there a long time ago a treaty was signed that the German government will no longer publicize any of their Third Reich or Fourth Reich or Fifth Reich ideology. Now, the key word was there is publicized. They did not tell the German government you cannot believe in it. Eugenics never started in Germany. It started in the West. Germany was just a playground for it, ladies and gentlemen. But let's go on a quick, uh, let's go on a quick break and then we'll, we will touch down once again. And like I said, ladies and gentlemen, this first half is more or less just, I, I just want to talk to you guys, you know what I mean? Because I, I honestly think it's it's more important to have discussions with the people around you rather than bombard them with uh, uh, with the reality right away. We have to remember that each one of us is uh, imperfect. Each one of us is infallible and capable of doing tra- great evil or 
great good I don't know about you ladies and gentlemen but I want to do great good I truly want to do great good Ladies and gentlemen, this is Leonardo, and I am your host, 
Subliminal Message Studios is here at the forefront line, bringing you the most exclusive news and giving you the real news to the Midwest and making the Midwest more aware of the devil's grip around And one thing I can't add is while while we are coming together, especially in the uh, Omaha district here, one thing I can't say about Omaha, man, we have a there there's there there seems to it always seems to be like there's a very strong um you know, kind of strong family oriented um uh Juris, kind of a, you know, kind of family oriented jury around Omaha. But one thing I have realized is that is very, 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 um, that's, that's changing more and more every single day. More and more, um, the people of Omaha are becoming more scared of one another. The people of Omaha are becoming more, um, more polarized to even talk to one another because Although we might share the same ideologies, God forbid us to have actual conversations that will allow us to realize how close in perspective that we might or might not be. I see less people wearing masks. Thank God for that. Lord knows that we've been doing this for two years and students, even students in class, student, students in high schools all across the country are having to their form their own protests now saying that we are done with the mask and more than likely they were going to get suspended or they're going to be expelled. Not that the teachers care or not. I shouldn't say the teachers, not that the state board of education at their states really, really care because after all, they don't want your child educated. Educated. And I also want to reiterate, you know, you know, while it seems like a lot of this uh, push, while a lot of uh, a lot of the most hateful rhetoric is, uh, is coming out of teachers, I also want to just include this isn't a teacher thing. All right, we don't. They have a job to do. All right, you have to understand that teachers they don't they are not the ones that are pushing this ideology. It's the boards of education that are part of your state that have been infiltrated by secret groups or secret secret uh, corporations that are pulling their ideologies and if they don't I wouldn't doubt if they don't push some of the most horrible some of the most horrible ideology on to their teachers I guarantee you they'll probably get killed so if we start seeing um, uh, board members of education all across the United States, if we start seeing them supposedly commit suicide or, you know, they just so happen to drive off the end of a bridge, you know what I mean? Well, you know, it, it just it, 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 it behooves me because it's not like we haven't seen that before. I don't know if you guys uh, remember when Princess uh, Princess Diana, after she was killed. Oh, my bad. I meant she was involved in a terrifying accident. I'm sorry, even though there are witnesses that clearly stated that there's four bikes that surrounded their car, shot the shit out of the car with some type of bullets that do not pierce through actual, that, that do not pierce, that supposedly did not pierce the sides of the doors. Whatever kind of bullets those were. And they also, and, and there's plenty of witnesses that also can attest to the bikers actually leading the car into um, into the into the uh, the side of the bridge, and um, every single one of those witnesses, every single one of those witnesses, guess what? They all had some type of suicides, accidents, or they themselves drove their cliffs 
off of some form of a bridge. And I know that sounds amazing, but that's that's um that's the honest to God truth. And remember when um remember when Martin Luther King got his head blown off? This is why it's it's so not that's not that far fetched if we do start seeing um members of, uh, of education boards around the United States start getting off because some I've realized I've also seen this in the news a lot of uh, state board edu- uh, state uh, state board members they are speaking out and um, one of them in particular uh, recently just uh, uh, stepped down. Uh, this was on uh, Memphis, uh, Tennessee. I'm not. I, I don't want to get to the article right away, but I'm just going to give you the little gist of it. He stepped down, and um, he uh, he is not saying why the state, the, the the board of education, the other members are not saying why. It's a very very close idea, uh, close deal thing. But um, that being said, what I, I guess what I'm trying to say is we need to realize that it's it's not the teachers. They have a job to do. Okay, and it's not that. That's their justification because I'm sure that is the same justification that some of the Nazi troops gave. Well, you know, I was I had a job to do. That's why I was, you know what I mean, killing and raping everyone. You know what I mean? That's I had a job to do, and uh, that does not um, that what I'm uh, what I mean by that that doesn't just absolve them from the sickening things that they are teaching the children. That does not absolve them. But what we have to realize, it's not them. They are not the ones that just came up with this ideology and said, hey, let's all put this into effect. It was the state board educated education members in all of our United States, in all of America. All right. Now, every, almost every single, and I don't know if you know this, but almost uh, all across, almost in, um, I think it's almost in 23 states here in America, they, uh, each one of their uh, state board, they at least have, I believe it is, I, I believe it is, I looked, I, hold on, let me uh, uh, bring up this, okay, yeah, so uh, over 23 states within America have progressive democratic members on their state boards, their state boards of education, I should say, that is a lot of infiltration. But it also makes perfect sense because, after all, if you want to get uh, to dissolve a country, dissolve the country's faith, attack their children first, get rid of, stop educating their children because, after all, not it's not just that an armed society is a polite society; it's also a not it's it's also a knowledgeable society makes a freedom society ladies and gentlemen that that's a little that's something that i just created myself mwah, mwah, mwah. makes no sense but it makes sense to me <laughs> now um uh, how 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 however um i i just uh, i guess i guess what i'm trying to say ladies and gentlemen is no matter what don't stop you know don't don't ever don't ever uh think think to yourself that you know it's it's out of my hands which i always hear and i hate hearing that I hate, I hate hearing, um, well, you know, I, I can't control that. You know what I mean? It's out of my control. You know, what can I do? There's so much that you can do if you would just research your basic laws of what a citizen can do with some of the things that they think in just. And you'll be very surprised in just how much you can do. It could be as something as simple as an email, a heartfelt, passionate email. And that's and, and, and that brings me to another point, and that is exactly why 
a lot of mainstream media, even on even on the right winger side of things, a lot of mainstream media is going down further and further because they are not coming from a place of heart. Well, let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, here at Subliminal Message Studios, that is exactly what you're going to get. I ain't got no fucking script in front of me, excuse my language, but I don't have no script. I have I have my information I set at my desk. I have my articles I set at my desk, and I go off of them. I then, then research the articles I'm about to cover and go into court documents so I know for a fact that it's coming from a place of reality because it's all about what can you prove and ladies and gentlemen the proof is in the pudding I don't say that they're the vaccines um, the vaccines have um M, uh, have mRNA in them and that mRNA can amplify what's it's around 5g creating what it looks like to be mechanical hard drive or mechanical chips I don't say that if I said that and it was a total lie I'm telling you right now, I would be off the air right here, right now. I'm not saying any of this stuff because it sounds cool. I don't want to do this. I, I, if you want to know the reality of it, I never started this podcast because I wanted to be a cool conspiracy theorist. Or I even wanted to do the podcast. I started this because I realized that the devil is making his move here in the Midwest and no one is talking about it. I hear nothing out of our local news talking about how the privatization of roads would create more tolls and then subjugate the Nebraska people, making them more poorer, which is what literally what happens. I never wanted to get into this. These motherfuckers threw me right into the battle. And that's and that is the honest to God truth, man. I that, and it helps. It helps the fact that I got a big ass mouth. Don't, don't get me wrong, man. I can talk for. I can do this probably for literally. I can talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk, and I can continue to talk. I got a big mouth. I don't, I don't know how else to say that. I don't know if you guys remember Mighty Ducks. And if you don't remember Mighty Ducks, then damn, man, I feel bad for you. But anyways, um, I don't know if you guys remember the second Mighty Ducks, the second Mighty Ducks, not the first Mighty Ducks, but the second one. And they're playing, they're playing with these kids uh, in this uh, basketball court, and they're all playing hockey and shit, man. And they're playing with these city boys that, you know what I mean, they play roughed up. You know what I mean? They play a different form of hockey, you know what I'm saying? And uh, the Mighty Ducks is having to learn from them. And there's this part... And there's a scene where, uh, you know, it's knucklepuck time before that kid joins the Mighty Ducks. I can't remember his name, man. That kid's so fucking cool. But he's the dude that created knucklepuck time, man. Anyways, so there's a scene before he, uh, there's a scene in there where um, before he joins the team, he's playing with the Ducks and... Um, He's sitting there. He's sitting there. Uh, they're all, they're all joint. You know what I mean? It's Mighty Ducks on this side, and it's the other uh, the uh, the other team on this side, and they're all talking back and forth. And one of the kids from uh, Mighty Ducks is like, "Hey man, yo, what?" Uh, he's like, "Hey, well, your brother got a big mouth." And the older brother looks at the knuckle puck time kid. You know what I mean? At his little brother, and he looks at his little brother, and he's just like, "Yeah." He does, doesn't he? I shit you not, that's exactly what my brothers used to do to me all the time after I got them into some shit. Like, they knew I had a big ass mouth, like, you know what I mean? But, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm a little brother, you know? And it never worked out that way all the time. Like, sometimes they'll be like, you know, just beat his ass. We, we're tired of this shit, too, you know? <laughs> I um no so that I I'm not trying to say that um uh, I, I 
I don't have a benefits to doing this that allows that truly, truly helps me because man, I, I tell you, I'll tell you one thing I, I can go. Um, I, I'm a total spaz. Um, I, I read books all the time, which, uh, helps, but it doesn't help because it does make it. I have realized how, um, not antisocial it makes me, but it, it prevents me from really having, um, uh, um, formulating, not formulating. It prevents me from having discussions with the people that I can tell truly want to have discussions with me. You know what I mean? And, um, I, my brain is very analytical. So I analyze everything that you are going to tell me. If you talk to me, I will analyze it every single which way. So if you're not, if you don't have some intelligence, more than likely, I'm not really going to be able to have a great conversation with you. I, I guess, I guess that's, that's what I'm trying to say. Now, um, <laughs> I'm sorry for going off on a tangent or a rant there, whichever um, word you prefer. But I guess uh, to, to sum this all up, ladies and gentlemen, get outside, okay? Especially over this weekend, man. Get it, get outside over this weekend. Grab a friend. Grab your kids, man. And, and, you know what I mean? I, and even if you are a single parent, I don't care. Grab your kids. Get out to the park. Let's say if you know that you want it to be someone else, but you also know the people that you might have to bring around are going to create more drama and more hassle on you, then don't do it. Do not do it. Focus on you. Go to go to the park with your kids or with people that you know aren't going to start drama, aren't going to make things harder on you. Are they going to they're going to work with you? They're going to create an individual team shit an and an individual team. You know what I mean? A team that can be individuals. And conquer stuff as individuals that, but that can form together to create something unstoppable. You see what I'm saying? So don't bring yourself, don't force yourself to be around people that are going to make things hard on you. Don't force it, man. If even if like I, I'm a I'm a single father, ladies and gentlemen, and I don't say that just to uh, get cooties, you know, or get kudos or whatever. I, I don't I don't even like saying it honestly, man. But I, no, I'm a single father. But guess what, man? I don't care. Come high, hell or high water, me and my kids are gonna be up at the park all, all weekend this coming weekend. We're gonna be at the park. We're gonna be enjoying ourselves. We're gonna be we're gonna be running around. Man, I got a tactical baby carrier. Me and my son about to, oh, you know what I mean? Like it's it's and I advise everyone to do the same thing, man. Place yourself around people that are going to truly, truly, truly benefit your mindset and benefit your ability to think and never stop thinking. Never stop thinking, ladies and gentlemen. Do not let anyone, anyone ever tell you that you think too much. Because this is something that used to always got, you know, someone used to, people used to tell, say this to me all the time. You just think too much. Let me tell you something, motherfucker. I'm going to tell you this right now. You don't think enough. You don't think enough. You can never stop thinking enough. You can never, um, uh, you can never have too much knowledge. You can never have too many different concepts and perspectives. However, if you are not formulating your own on your own time in your own manner, away from everything else, away from any other distraction, you have failed yourself. You are dooming yourself literally, literally to repeat the same mistakes in relationships in your daily life. The way you walk, you're repeating those same processes. It's 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 like I said, it's it's like it's like something keeps on bringing you down to play the same actor in the same movie, even when your heart and everything around you tells you, well, this isn't me. 
Everyone wakes up like that. I understand that. You don't. Even, there's there's plenty of statistics statistics out there that say 90% of Americans go to their jobs and they fucking hate it. If that is true, then it is really really up to us to change that and change it right now. No one said just because. Uh, let's say let's say all you want to do is study the Bible. Okay, you don't want to do nothing else. That is your passion. You you want to study the Bible. You want to get paid to study the Bible. That's that's what you want to do. L- look at me now. Listen to me now. Can I tell you? That's possible. Let's say your passion is literally just to do your nails every day, and whether you're a guy or a girl, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock you, dog. You know what I'm saying? But let's say that's your passion. You just want to do your nails every day. Can I tell you? You can get paid for doing that. It will take a lot of work. It will talk. It will take a lot of thinking and creating your own forms of concepts and how that's going to be produced to the world to make them more like, oh wow, that's really cool. But give yourself that new concept. Take yourself. Give yourself time. Invest in yourself. It doesn't always have to be money. Invest in yourself with taking the time to get to know who the hell you really are. Who are you? And who is? And who is the who? And who is the you? Ladies and gentlemen, over this weekend, I hope we all can find ourselves that much more. And I hope we all realize that um, these weekends uh, might not be here soon. And it, it, it's and it's no longer we we can we no, we no longer can say that. And you, you know what I mean. Even myself, I can no longer say that and just think to myself, uh, I'm probably just going overboard. You know, and I remember when I was in high school, uh, first uh, really, really starting to do research into some of these secret societies, into some of these um, uh, secret institutions and secret court proceedings that have been held in closed doors with no cameras. And I remember, um, I, I remember uh, um, reading about uh, uh, Judge uh, Judge Black on the Supreme Court back in the 1930s, and reading how scary and how influential and how much dirty shit he was doing behind the scenes. And, and people that he was offing, like straight up killing police officers, other judges that were right next to him. He'd off you, you know, he, that, that, now that man was a dictator at his time and he run, he ran America for the Rockefellers, uh, uh, uh that, uh, during that time, because that was right around the time the Rockefeller bought up the land of America. Right after they, um, a bet on America's economy to go down. You know, it's the same play. Is the same playbook that George Soros played on the British Empire's wallet. You know what I mean? He bet against them, and he just devalued their dollar. Man, it's economics, and we'll, we'll touch base on that subject another time. But um, man, I can no longer say that and think to myself, "Yeah, I'm just I might be overblowing it." You know, there'll always be a couple years, but now, now um, the reality of actually saying hey guys we really need to take advantage of these peaceful weekends because there might not be too many of them coming up here soon well see now now when i say that man i honestly mean that from the heart i no longer think that's an exaggeration i no longer think that 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 um we we could um uh we could sway that we're letting we're letting our souls drift too far ladies and gentlemen we're letting the love within ourselves drift way too far. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Subliminal Message Studios. As always, I'm your host, Leonardo, and I will continue to fight. And I will never stop fighting.
there's nothing that they can do to me. And these people are evil. They're real evil. They have so much hate within them. They have never known love. But we as Americans can show them what real love is. It's Subliminal Message Studios, and as always, I'm your host, Leonardo. Now we will get in to the other half of this segment where we will cover our local news. Stay informed, ladies and gentlemen, of what is going on here in Nebraska. As always, like I said, I kind of do a crappy, uh, a crappy uh, part at that times. At, at times, you know, I kind of forget to do uh, the local news because the local news is. What is going on in our local area is far much more important than what is going on in the world news. That is not to say that we do not need to pay attention to always make sure the type of agendas that are being produced in most of our colleges and um, most of our scientists nowadays. And it is scary as hell. Most of these scientists actually believe it and they have no problem saying it and openly admitting that climate change uh, basically means that we need to scourge the planet of human beings. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we will get to that other side right now. Cool. 
Ladies and gentlemen, this is Subliminal Message Studios, and I am your host, Leonardo. Reminiscing on my past years, the shit was hectic on me last year. It appears that I've been marked for death. My heart expressed the underlying cause of my arrest. My life is stressed, and no rest forever weary. My eyes stay tilted for all the brothers that I've buried in the cemetery. Shit's scary, I'm black on black crime, legendary. But at times, unnecessary. But keep me running. Tear drops and closed caskets, the big strikes, large drafts, and certain death. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and we are on the other half of this local news pro- uh, podcast, and we will cover what's going on in our world news. We will cover Whippy Goldberg being all pissed off because she got thrown, uh, she got suspended off the View, which uh, she went and uh, uh, you know uh, griped to the CEO of uh, the View when um, uh, you know when griped to her slave owner, which happens to be a white man. I love how the fact that she said uh, the Nazi. Uh, the Nazi Holocaust was caused by uh, mainly caused by white people, and then she went and um, bitched to a white man about her getting suspended. A little contradiction there, isn't it, Whippy? Anyways, we will also cover um, uh, many world th- uh, many many world things, including Taylor Green, Senator Taylor Green, getting threats made to her. Now, however, this is not being covered by anyone. Taylor Green is one of our senators here uh, uh, here in uh, the United States. Just to let you guys know, I know it's crazy, right? Now, Taylor Green was issued uh, recently told that she will be killed. That there will be a purge of people like her here soon, and nothing is being said about it. Nothing is even being done about it. The FBI is not investigating these death threats. They're not even mentioning them. Now, um, just to mind you, uh, just to let you guys know, if that would have happened to, uh, let's say, any other uh, Democratic, any other Democratic senator. In our um, congressional hearings, I should, I'll just put it like that, there would be the FBI investigating these death threats. There would be House, they, they, they would probably call everyone to the House talking about how this has gone too far and, well, this is what they're talking about and this and that. But we will cover, um, uh, uh, we'll cover that and we'll include, including that, we'll not only ha- have, have that, but we'll also have the actual recording of it being said. And of course, we'll uh, keep a uh, keep keep a reach on what's going on uh, with the Biden administration uh, starting wars with Ukraine or starting wars with Russia. I'm sorry. Meanwhile, China is getting ready to bend us over, collect our money, and start war with us at the same time. So there is a lot forward to look uh, look up to. Sorry about that. Uh, when it comes to around the world, but now, um, for and foremost, is to cover our local news because after all, here in the Midwest. I'm not playing about how the Democratic, uh, the Democrat, there's a very, very large push coming, very, very large financial push that is coming out of state from, um, uh, from secret, uh, secret, um, secret institutions like, uh, coming from Silicon Valley, coming from George Soros, coming from all these trillion trillionaires that are pushing these agendas and they're all coming for the Midwest because they know uh, Nebraska in particular has become a shining beacon. Now, um, jumping right into it, Nebraska Medicine to roll back crisis standards care protocol on February 7th. That's right. Nebraska is just now um, uh, rolling back their uh, standards of crisis. If you don't know what the crisis standards of care is, then it is uh, simply this. If you want a heart transplant during the pandemic, you can die. We need to make sure that we keep anyone that may have symptoms 
of COVID-19 on ventilators, you are not uh, important no more. If you come in for a gunshot gunshot wound that you might bleed out from, but it doesn't look life-threatening, well, you just sit in the emergency room for five hours and let's see if you can't bleed out. That's basically the essence of the crisis standards of care. Now, Nebraska Medicine will resume surgeries. Thank God for that. Nebraska Medicine will resume surgeries and other procedures on Monday, February 7th. Now, there's a lot of shitty things going on on February 7th. Why is that? Now, um, they were delayed uh, be, uh, by the crisis standards of care protocol implemented by uh, on January 13th. Now, the hospital will no longer be in crisis mode, but Nebraska Medicine will maintain contingency operations, which will allow for changes to clinical spaces and practices when necessary. Now, the health, uh, the health system made the decision to enter crisis mode due to a surge of Amer- uh, the R&B singer variant, very sorry, cases in the Omaha community. The crisis standards of care plan helps guide healthcare workers' decisions when the demand for resources exceeds availability. Well, we all know how that straight out and straight through is just a bunch of bullshit within itself. Considering, um, uh, I just, I just want to uh, give you a certain, uh, just a little numbers on, uh, um, on that. Siri turned out when Dr. Lindsay Hughes, uh, Hughes made that uh, claim about how we have 433 people in the ICUs and, um, I think it was 400 and something amount of people that are, um, on ventilators right now. What she forgot to tell us is they were, um, now off of ventilators and on their way homes. So most of our emergency rooms and most of our even ventilators have been unused for a very, very long time. Yeah, we have scores and scores of ventilators that we bought and loads and loads of masks that um, now Nebraska Medicine and other uh, hospitals around the Nebraska community are trying to decide what they should do with them. Whether they should throw them away. No, what they're going to do is give them out to schools so the schools can make sure that your son, daughter always has a mask on because after all, they're dirty, right? Yeah. Anyways, um... Why don't we just keep on going with it? Now, the directed health measures suspended pre-scheduled non-emergency surgeries, including Class C, D, and E inpatient and outpatient procedures. Now, Nebraska Governor Pete Ricketts announced Friday that the direct health measure would expire on February 7th at 9 a.m. While Nebraska medicine was in crisis mode, COVID-19 cases peaked in Douglas County and a record high number of people were hospitalized with the virus. Once again, I am going to, uh, I, I, I always want to reiterate, when they mean hospitalized, that look up the definition that does not mean that the person is goes to the hospital and is stays in the hospital hospitalized is another is it can mean one or two many things it could also mean that they went into the hospital they were diagnosed with a certain um, type of whatever you know what i mean they're in there for a certain amount of time and then they were let go that can also that now the because uh, because the definition of hospitalization hospitalized has changed you see, Webster's Dictionary has changed the definition of hospitalized. So now you can be labeled hospitalized if you go to the hospital and you get diagnosed with COVID-19 and then you're in there for an hour. That is hospitalized. And then you leave. You're still considered hospitalized. The same way Webster's Dictionary changed the definition of racism. They changed the definition of racism now twice because the first time they changed it, they only directed they only directed the definition of racism towards white people. 
And if you think I'm lying about that, that is honest God truth. Actually, you can look that up. I uh, see there was a, a kind of a, a bit of a storm created around it because, well, it just, you know, a lot of people, even um, uh, the black community was like, yeah, dude, you're not going to put racism in the definition and say it's only a white thing. Man, are you kidding me? We kill each other every single day. Anyways, now, um, Hughes said, uh, uh, Hughes, uh, Dr. Lindsay Hughes, uh, Hughes said hospitalizations appear to have stabilized as well, but many hospitals are still struggling with high capsicity. Of course, even though that the hospitals will no longer be in crisis mode coming February 7th, which is very here soon. It's not only that even Dr. Lindsay Hughes has admitted even to herself that COVID-19 cases are far exceeding dropping, hospitalizations are completely going down, and still she insists that every single one of us put on the mask. Because after all, you are a dirty human being. You have no right to speak Fluently, You will not use language. You use predicates like you're talking on a text when you speak to me, slave. Only I am able to use functional English. That sounds silly, but you have to understand, they do not want you to be educated. They are really, really scared of an educated society. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get educated. And then when it comes to vegan meals on Friday, which was started out um, uh, started out. In New York City every Friday while I only have vegan meals. Ladies and gentlemen, I say we get ourselves educated, go to New York City, go to that school with the biggest pizza we can, and have it slabbed with pepperoni and sausages, and we'll just eat it right then and there, ladies and gentlemen. Because after all, fuck the New World Order. And I this time I'm not going to apologize for my language because that's exactly how I really, really feel. All right, now this is America, ladies and gentlemen. Let's start acting like Americans. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we'll jump right into the rest of the news. Um, it's it's and, and um uh, you know just to uh, touch base with that uh, that uh, that um, bonfire that um uh, uh, killed that, that killed some horses and may have now uh, may have uh, at least uh, killed one person. They're still trying to figure that out too. Um, one yeah 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 one person and nine horses died Thursday morning. Some of the uh, some of the other horses are being cared uh, being cared for by a neighbor uh, neighboring farm. Now Serenity Ridge Farms is next to the property where that barn caught fire. The family at Serenity Ridge is now caring for those rescued horses. You know shout out to those guys, man. Um, I'm sure that was uh, devastating, absolutely devastating. Now um, Interstate 80 has reopened after a clash closed eastbound traffic. Now, Douglas County officials reported the crash involved at least one tractor trailer and another car in Interstate 80 eastbound right before the split with I-48. Uh, I-480. Now, the crash was reported shortly uh, before 3:30 uh, a.m. Now, officials are just now coming out that one person was seriously, seriously uh, cr uh, critically injured. However, to uh, you know, um, to to really get into um, uh, the the juiciest of news and what's really really going on in uh, Nebraska, uh, let's jump right into it now. Um, six candidates, three questions: the future of Nebraska, uh, Nebraska's business. Now, um, ta uh, tax plans, uh, workforce solutions, and innovation. Here's how six gubernatorial candidates sounded off at Thursday's forum. Now, the Nebraska Chamber President says the state faces a major crossroads when it comes to when it comes out of the pandemic. 
The uh, six gubernatorial candidates who filed with the Nebraska Accountability and Disclosure Commission by the new year summarized their vision for the next decade of business. One, how would you specifically address taxing and spending as governor to create a better environment for all businesses in Nebraska? They're asking the uh, Nebraska Chamber candidates. Two, describe your plans to grow the workforce and population. Three, what ideas are you have for this Nebraska uh, more competitive and innovation for the next decades? Um, just uh, re, um, re, uh, re, uh, re, reestablish. There, there are, of course, when they mean um, Nebraska is going to face serious changes coming out of the pandemic, they are not lying. And we can see that um, uh, coming uh, more and more. Now, just uh, I do also want to um, touch base on um, touch base on this uh, on this um, um, robbery or attempted robbery, I should say. Um, three uh, thieves offered no, uh, thieves robbed uh, thieves attempted uh, ro- armed robbery of an uh, Omaha bakery. Three thieves tried to rob an Omaha bakery, and when they didn't work out, they turned the guns on the workers and robbed them. Damn, man, that totally sucks. But that's I, you know what I mean. What do you expect now? Um, this happened on January 23rd around 9 a.m. Three men walked into an international bakery near 20th and Vinton, according to police reports. At least one of them had a handgun and pointed at the three workers. The crooks demanded cash from the registers, but the employees did not have the keys to the registers, obviously because most employees do not carry the keys to the registers. What is it with these fucking thieves, like, doing the stupidest shit? Anyways, the crooks demanded cash for the, uh, from the registers, but the employees told them they couldn't get the drawers open, obviously, because they don't have the keys to the registers. Most employees do not have keys to the registers. That should be kind of common sense, but after all, common sense is not so common, and we deal with fucking retarded crooks that walk in to businesses, break the glass, destroy everything, and not take one fucking thing. Anyways, now the thieves decided to rob the workers. After doing that, they ran away. Now, um, uh, uh, and it appears after they ran away, a fourth person uh, joined them. It was probably more than likely the lookout. Now, um, uh, just to reiterate on that, I, I'm going to uh, I'm going to keep on going by saying that. But by, by what the hell do we have going on? You know what is it with um uh, what is it with thieves nowadays um um breaking shit, destroying everything, and then never once attempting to try to steal anything. And if they do, they steal the bare minimum. I am not. I am definitely not saying, I am definitely not saying that, uh, oh, well, are you literally encouraging the thieves to steal more and, and do a better job? No, I'm simply encouraging them not to do it because they look like fucking idiots after you go into a bakery. You try robbing a bakery. Who does that? Like, what do you think? How much money are you planning to get in that bakery? Excuse me. Like, honestly. How much money were you planning to get in that bakery? Like a like three hundred dollars, and on top of that, were you gonna make sure that you get your daughter a, a blueberry muffin before you walk out? And then once you realize, and then and on top of that, once you realize that oh shit, <laughs> okay, the drawers can't open. So then you rob the employees 
How much money do you think the employees are going to have? They work at a fucking bakery, dog. What did you get? Like $3.50 when you left out of that store? Because Jenny only had 50 cents and she was going to give a quarter to her little dollar for a fucking, for a, for a sucker. Way to go, dude. You're really a hardcore criminal. You, you know what? You have a, a, I think, I think, I think you have a real, um, career in this, you know? Going after bakeries. Awesome. 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 Man, I swear, man, people are fucking retarded. Um, uh, and I'm not just saying that as a euphemism. Now, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, let's keep this moving forward. All right. Now, Nebraska probation officer faces alleged uh, charges in alleged case with former client. Now, we've covered this before. Um, it was over this uh, Nebraska p- uh, probation officer um, who... Uh, Uh, is uh, once uh, lied um, once lied about a former relationship that she was in which she lied about being uh, kidnapped and robbed and assaulted on in, in December in which case it turned out that it was a complete lie and she was actually involved in a relationship with the alleged ta- uh, attacker well um, uh, it turns out the um the attacker was actually one of a uh, one of her former clients and by that i mean it was it used to be one of the inmates that she um uh, uh guarded <laughs> and apparently when he got out he got to topping that ass right on bro sticking it literally sticking it to the man <laughs> oh, i'm sorry Alright, uh, let's get right into this. Now, a Nebraska probation officer who reported being kidnapped, robbed, and assaulted in December is being accused of lying about the incident reported and reportedly was uh, was instead in a relationship with the attacker. Now, Mayor Stamp, 31 of Kearney, is charged in Buffalo County Court with tampering with physical evidence, a felony, and a misdemeanor false reporting in the December 18th incident. Stamp accused her former probation client, Sean W. Smith, 35 of Kearney, of coming to her house, hitting her several times, taking her to an ATM where he first her to withdraw money, then allegedly, allegedly threatening, uh, threatened her if she told anyone. Smith was arrested and charged in Buffalo County Court with felony kidnapping, robbery, and terroristic threats, and misdemeanor flight to avoid arrest. Third degree assault and driving under the influence of alcohol, first offense in the incident. However, the kidnapping and robbery charges were dismissed Wednesday by Buffalo County Attorney Sean Ethathorn. Now, um, in Sam's case, court records indicate she was in a romantic and intimate relationship with Smith on December 18th at the time of Smith's arrest. He told Kearney Police Department Officer Stamp was a cheater and a liar. Now, Smith said on December 18th, he went to Smith's house in Southeast Kearney where he found her in a bed with another man and he became upset. Smith said he and Stamp had been in a relationship for about six months and they tried to keep it a secret because Stamp was a probation officer who had reported previously supervised Smith as her client. Now, uh, before December 18th incident, uh, incident now uh, Smith uh, told the KPD he had been living on Stamp's house for about 30 days. He described to KPD several paintings he had made that Stamp had hanging on the walls of her house. Well, isn't that just indoctrinating? 
That's uh, um, ain't that something? You know what I mean? And I'm not just saying that to be a smartest. Um, I, I I find it funny as hell how he actually has the balls to get salty about her um, having another um, intimate intimate relationship with uh, another man. How did you not see that one coming? What did you think you were just going to get out of jail and you two were going to live happily ever after or something like that? That shit doesn't happen. Come on, man. Like get a hold of yourself, dude. You know, like. Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm going to say this, and it's probably going to piss a lot of us guys off, but it's honestly God truth, man. We are gullible as shit. Men, we are, man. We are gullible as hell. We're, we're almost borderline kind of fucking retarded when it comes to this kind of shit. Like, we... What, man? Like, I get it. I get it, man. She may have been good in bed, but, dude, do you really think that's going to end well? She used to supervise you, man. It wasn't a really, it would never be a real relationship, dude. That's just, you know, and then for you to get salty and mad about her in bed with another man and you want to get mad about it, I would just, I, you know what, dude? I would just walked out, bro. You know what I mean? Walked out. That's nothing. Walk away. It's nothing. There will be another girl. Girls come and go. I'm sorry for saying that, too. I'm, I, this is more man talk. It's, it's, you know what I mean? I'm sorry. It's, it's reality. You know what I mean? But you. Don't get don't get upset about it. If anything, it's just gonna make her more uh, more happy and more thrilled that she's got uh, a part of you. You know what I'm saying, man. So don't um, don't you know don't don't do that. You know what I'm saying. Um, now, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I do I do want to uh, once again um, once again uh, touch base on the. Um, uh, concealed carry bill that's uh, that reached uh, reached Judiciary Committee floor uh, in Nebraska. Um, it, it's uh, I just want to reiterate on that. I, I guess is what I'm trying to say because Nebraska is continuing to see such a, a large amount, a large increase, I should say, in concealed carry uh, permit holders. You see, the Nebraska legislature has been considering concealed carry issues during the 2022 Nebraska legislature session, re legislative session, I'm sorry. Returning among the topics to be discussed has been concealed carry permit laws in the state. Now, um, State Senator Tim Burr indicates he'll bring back a bill proposing permitless carry, commonly referred to constitutional carry. Concealed carry permits laws are set by individuals states and very greatly nationwide in the history of nebraska the concealed carry permit process is relatively new now um just to give you the simplest form of uh, our concealed carry um laws that they have put uh, unjustly and, and unlawfully put in a place here in the state of nebraska <coughs> excuse me it goes something like this if you are legally liable and you have the right to carry a firearm, meaning you're not a felon, you have some type of identification, you have a, at least at the bare minimum a purchase permit, which you can get up to the sheriff's office, you can open carry all you want. All right. You can open carry all you want. Um, I, you are going to get messed with if you do it. You know what I mean? You're probably going to have a couple words said to you by the police, but there is nothing that they can do. You can open carry all you want. Now. This is how um, our concealed carry law uh, gets really funky and it becomes completely, completely, it, it becomes, it becomes something that's more authoritarian and not just authoritarian, it becomes something more that's trying to convict legal gun owners because as soon as you cover your conceal or your open carry weapon with your shirt let's say if you're walking around conceal you know open carry you're uh, expressing your rights open carry and you brush up against some uh, someone and it makes your shirt go back over the gun and you don't realize it and then a cop sees you he sees the bulge of your gun 
throws you up against the wall, you know what I mean, takes your gun away, you know, asks you if you have any permit, and then you're going to say, no, I was open carrying, which he then says, no, you weren't because this gun was concealed carry. You are automatically now a felon. Automatically a felon just be just because it just so happens your shirt came up just a little bit and covered the gun. It makes absolutely no sense and it creates more burden on the police because now they have to sit there and, and, and they're already scared shitless that we've already been trained enough all throughout the 80s and 90s um, that guns are bad people anyone that does not have a badge on them is a horrible person they should not have a firearm that ideology is already get uh, especially in the police force they get told that a lot those direct words too you know so and not even that, it creates, it creates, and now you're making legal law, legal law abiding citizens that are just trying to go about their lives. Now you're making them convicts. Now you're making them criminals. You see what I'm saying? So, uh, this bill should have never been, never been put into place because it not only does it not make absolutely no sense to make a law, uh, Given the difference or uh, uh, giving a difference between the laws of concealed carry and open carry, either way, either way, it's more of it's more of a burden to the people than it is on the lawmakers. Because after all, I don't know about you, but I do not have money for a personal security that can walk around with me every single day. And especially in the light of my job, you have to understand a lot of the information I am breaking down to you and giving to you and a lot of the actual legislation that I pull and then I analyze so I can actually give you what's really in these uh, legislation process, like what's going on on I, uh, Highway uh, I-80. You know, they don't expect citizens to actually pull the legisla uh, legislative um, bills that they're putting up. They don't expect citizens to actually pull those bulls, those bills off of, off of uh, the Internet, which you can do print them out and then read them they don't expect us to do that but here at subliminal message studios i will analyze every single new legislative process they come out i don't care if it's about snickers i don't care what it's about i will analyze it and make sure that there's nothing that will directly hurt the citizens of the midwest the citizens of nebraska because we have taken we have been taking enough now, um, just to just to keep going, ladies and gentlemen, you know what? Um, let's let's uh let's 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 go to a quick little. Uh, we'll be right back. I'll just say that we'll be right back. At this point, it really doesn't matter your politics because we are facing foreign enemies and even a foreign administration, and that's with a grain of salt. We're facing we're facing an administration that is trying its hardest to throw us into World War Three. And it truly it would be prudent for every single one of us to arm yourself with knowledge and arm yourself with a weapon of your choosing. Let's say if you don't believe in guns, let's say if you're, you know what? I mean, I understand we might need a gun, but it's just, it's just not me. Get yourself a bow and arrow. Yeah, this is 2021. There is no shortage of things that can kill people. Have you realized that? You know, there's an actually, um, just before we get into our next article, there's a statistic done, um, it's coming out of Stanford University. And you have to be very, very uh, mindful of what comes out of Stanford University because it's pure Marxism and it's pure socialism. However, this study was, um, their study on, um, military weapons and military elements that would help that are, that helps and or kills people and it turns out that scientists and physicians and the scientific community is actually 
takes more time on finding things that can kill people rather than it does on curing and producing life. That really, really says something. The fact that our scientific community directly, directly says that we take more time in finding stuff that can kill people rather than heal people and give people longer lives. But even if they did have, even if they did have that capability, me and you, brother, we're not in the group. We are not going in the big leagues. If they bring the big leagues here, ladies and gentlemen. I can hear you knocking. The devil is at our door, ladies and gentlemen. And he comes to us wrapped in, I am your savior. I have a new cure. And I will show you who the racists are. Comes to us in full business suits and lawyers. We will never once think to ourselves, well, that can't be the devil because it looks so goddamn good. <laughs> now, um, uh, to retouch base on, um, to retouch base, uh, I'll say that on, on the, um, on the, um, pri- on privatizing, um, privatizing, the highway on I-80. The Nebraska Department of Transportation Monday supported the proposal. This uh, proposal was brought in from Senator Lin- uh, Lindsey Lindsey Wallace. Now, um, Flood's proposal contained in LB-1274 would direct the Department of Transportation to plan and design to plan and design. I'm sorry about that. Uh, The new construction on Highway 80. Now, this will be along with the four-lane connection of US-20 between US-81 and the Iowa border. Now, if you're wondering why this is such an important thing to us in the uh, Omaha District and the state of Nebraska in general, I'm going to tell you right now because that is a very, very big corridor, a very big corridor that opens us up to the... Western states. You see what I'm saying? And, and it all stops right there. It could all stop right there. If we privatize, if we privatize that road, that leads us into a, a huge, huge mess. That not only it leads us, it leads us into it leads us into pri- privatized tolls. It leads us to checkpoints that can be set up there now. Just because they want to. It's not like they have to give anyone passing through that little stretch an actual reason of why there's a checkpoint there. Because it's a private road now. Built by the State Department, by the way. Now, um, uh, to move on with, uh, with, uh, with our news here in Nebraska. Um, speaking on the election of 2020. Now, um, some of the governors that are racing are Carol Blood, Charles Herbster, Brett Lindstrom, Jim Palin, Bree Lynn Riderna, Theresa Thibrenner. Now, um, almost all five of them are almost there are six of them. Five of them are Republicans. One of them is a Democrat. I 
it is it, it behooves me to make sure I tell you guys that while they say uh, some of these guys like like um excuse me uh, like Breland uh, Riderna he says he's a Republican and um, he is anything but a Republican. Now he's he's one of those people that says, yeah, I believe in guns. Yeah, I believe in guns. And then the moment that uh, you do something shady around him, he honestly he automatically looks at you and says, oh, you're the reason why everyone thinks that Republicans are crazy. We need to get rid of people like you. See, sometimes I do believe in more legislation on firearms. He's one of those. He's one of those kind of Republicans. You know what I mean? Now I will tell you, Theresa Thebadira, that girl is cold, man. She has a cold heart, and um, she is a Republican. However, she does make backdoor deals with a lot of meat companies here in the state of Nebraska and a lot of uh, cornfield companies here in the state of Nebraska. Now, um, that does not mean she's all evil and cucumbersome, but what that does mean is she has been bought, and she may be bought as soon as she becomes governor, if she be, does become governor. Now, Jim Palin is being supported by uh, Pete Ricketts. Pete is also endorsing uh, um, Brent Lindstrom. Uh, but let's get right into this article, ladies and gentlemen. And um, this, make no mistake that our election race is coming up in two, uh, 2020, 20, uh, 2020. Our election is coming up in uh, 2022. Uh, they make fundamental and they make all the much more importance to the Nebraska people because we are not it's not just that we are living in such great times and such historical times but it's also the strong push that we are receiving by that we are seeing come to Nebraska and come to the Midwest that are privatized companies we have no idea where these companies come from we have no idea why ExxonMobil is getting a lot, uh, a lot of the contracts here in the here in the Midwest. We have no idea suddenly how in the fuck Mutual of Omaha got these new, new uh, got this new big, uh, new big um, uh, capacity of money from that they can then push onto the state of Nebraska. Where are they getting this money from? Well, I'll tell you where they're getting this money from, ladies and gentlemen. They're getting it from. Car Schwab's, that the Davos Group, that is this car, that is Carver Schwab's, just one of the Davos Group, the Bilderberg Groups. They're getting it from all of these trillion trillionaires that buy up countries that have stocks within the Federal Reserve. They're the ones that own the Federal Reserve. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, it's not the millionaires, it's not the billionaires that we need to go after. It's the fucking Federal Reserve, guys. We, you have to understand, they are still a private company. They own, they control almost 80% of the world's economy right now and the countries that do not want anything to do with the Federal Reserve they are completely impoverished by design they sit jackals into these countries to overthrow overthrow their overthrow their presidents and replace them with dictators and if you don't know what a jackal is just research a jackal in the CIA that will lead you down a real big rabbit fucking hole now, ladies and gentlemen, to get straight back into this article, because after all, this is what we're here for is to cover the local news and to make things make make people more aware of of how the of how of how these laws get introduced to the Nebraska people, even to the people of the Midwest, how these laws get introduced to the people of the Midwest. And while we think they sound so peachy and they sound like they're going to help us out right now. They're, in fact, the poison that leads us to a darker future. And it never really is for the people. 
Ladies and gentlemen, let's get right into it, though. Now, um, Thursday, the Nebraska Chamber of Commerce hosted an event for six candidates. Now, each candidate were uh, talking about their priorities when it comes to things like job creation and the economy. The format... Now, instead of a debate style, it means that candidates knew the questions ahead of time and there was no time for rebuttals or for each one of them to respond to any of their answers, I should say. It results in a pretty tame first showing as a group. Now, Nebraska does that um, does that by design. We do that, I should just say that, by design. By, and other states do. They do that so it shows more unity uh, amongst our state. And then after that little uh, fake little thing is, is done, you know what I mean, that little show on the TV is done, they turn around and go in the back and they argue for real. And I mean argue and argue and argue and argue. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot more, like I said, what goes on behind closed doors is what we really, really want to know. Because after all, everything that we get told on TV, you know, the, the, the face that we see on TV is never the face that they show to their friends it's a face that they never show to you is a face that I want to bring out because that is the face that they show when they're in secret meetings when they know there is no one else around so let's get right back into it all right now um now, um, among the six candidates five are Republicans and there was one Democrat like I said now um, uh, over the course of an hour and a half, the group was asked three questions, and um, uh, getting right into one of the questions, I just want to share, what I mean by Breland Moderna is, all right, so he, he goes on to, uh, by quoting him, right, this is me quoting him, quality broadband to the entire state that can be used from a large businesses and, corporation, and corporations and local businesses, next thing is a ready infrastructure, build it and they will come, said Breland Moderna, a Republican who currently works as an IT manager, next thing is to get the government out of the way. We know innovation flourishes when the government reduces regulation. Now, uh, there's a lot of key things in there. First, he said uh, higher broadband here in the state of Nebraska. Now, what does he mean by higher broadband? How would that truly, truly affect the Nebraska people. Well, first of all, from what, from what we know, is 5G, the same amplification that comes off of 5G is 24 hertz. It turns out that the same, the same amplification that the vaccine and the Moderna vaccine both need to formulate within the body is 24, uh, 24 ampl uh, the amplification of 24 hertz. Not even going there. What else this means is putting us into more of a 5G zone, what we know about that is, from ExxonMobil at least, what we know about that is, the, first of all, they got it from a foreign government. Israeli Special Forces are the first ones that created it, at least that's what's being told. What we know about that is, I'm sure, we'll find out that it was never really created by the Israeli Special Forces. It's probably created by someone that they do not want to name. That information, I'm sure, will be released soon, and if it doesn't, I will find it. I guarantee it was not created by the Israeli Special Forces. Anyways, what we know is ExxonMobil is the main headers of creating different 5G towers all across the United States. They ExxonMobil also has contracts, high contracts with China, China the Chinese government, mainly big Chinese imports coming out of just so happens to be Taiwan. 
And this is all starting within the year of two thousand, uh, the late year, the late year of February in two thousand twenty-one. This is two thousand twenty twenty-two. All of this going on. Keep in mind, while Exxon Mobil is talking about climate change, from what we know about these five G towers, is not only the cancer rate that it produces, not only the neurological disorders that it may, uh, it may or may not have on. The general population of this world, but what we do know for a fact is that 5G has a direct, it directly affects the way plants and trees grow. Now, uh, like I said, Breland Roderna is openly admitting he wants quality broadband to the entire state. And who and what does he do? He's an IT manager. An IT manager. He shakes hands with a lot of people in Silicon Valley. Does that make him all cucumbers from bad, like I said? No. But it does mean that he is a lot more informed of what's going on in Silicon Valley, considering he works in that field as an IT manager. Now, the race will be narrowed to two candidates in 96 days. All right. Nebraska's primary is May 10th, and the general election is November 8th. Ladies and gentlemen, mark your days. And make sure you have got that correcto amundo. Because I'm going to say this once again. This race here in a, this, um, uh, or this, uh, candidacy that is going to be pronounced here soon in the state of Nebraska is going to define the state of whether we become more like California or whether we stay like the state of Nebraska and keep on building our businesses and keep on having a strong economy and it does not matter whether the whole world is on fire and Nebraska goes to work ladies and gentlemen we need to keep that innovation here in the state of Nebraska and there is there is a great 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 reef that is getting presented all throughout our, our all throughout the state of Nebraska why do you think they're just now cha- uh, they're just now talking about eradicating eradicating the practice exam? Excuse me. Why do you think they're just now talking about eradicating the practice exam, eradicating our educational system within the state of Nebraska? Why do you think they're going after our roads, privatizing our highways now? Why do you think there's being there's being moves there's being moves made to give us six new street electric cars? Which we all know that are going to be mainly be ran around in by a bunch of bums and crackheads that's going to pay, you know, give the car like 10, 15 bucks and go take it on a fucking ride. Not only that, why do you think there's this huge amount of funds being given to Metro of Omaha to destroy the symbolism of the downtown library? Not only that, they're going to burn some of the books because they quote unquote need to save time and manage space. Ladies and gentlemen, these, these, this, there is a very hard push here in Nebraska. And if we don't wake the hell up to it, if we don't acknowledge it and not, and, and, and not any, and not, and God forbid, do something about it. God forbid, you know, we're going to do something about it. Now, um, uh, just, uh, re, re, uh, re, uh, get into, uh, one of the, one of the quotes. This is a quote out of Brent, uh, Brett Lindstrom. Working with local communities with the legislation to build a foundation with investing in economic innovation and giving the tools to our entrepreneur, entrepreneurs, but also building our tax code, said Brett Lindstrom, a Republican and current Nebraska state senator, building that foundation to, to continue to grow Nebraska. 
Now, as far as Charles Herbster goes, he uh, goes on by quoting, "We need to tax. We need a. Uh, we need a tax cut for for is for teachers, hospital workers, small business owners." People on the street that are the engine uh, engine of our economy. This is what was quoted out of Republican uh, uh, Charles Herbster, a Republican businessman and a farmer. Ladies and gentlemen, all I know is this because I'm still I'm going to be honest with you. I'm still researching some of these candidates. I'm still gaining up information of of what they were involved in years ago. What they what they're involved in when they went to Washington. What hands did they shake? What were their morals? What have been what 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 have been their morals since since high school? That's what's really really going to be important to me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to be honest. I'm still doing my research on some of these candidates. Fuck you, you fucking cunt! Fuck you! I'm still doing research on some of these candidates. Uh, I'm very sorry about that. Um, that was uh, the the video of a. Uh, uh, Senator Taylor, uh, Senator, um, uh, Congresswoman, um, Congresswoman Taylor Green, um, uh, that was just part of the threatening audio, audio message that was left to her. Very sorry about that. Sometimes these things tend to want to play on their own, I guess. But that was just part of the threatening audio message that was left for, uh, Congresswoman Taylor Green. And I just want to reiterate that before we even get to that, because that's, that, I'll cover that in our second half and uh, that'll be in our world news segment. But, um, um, I'm going to tell you right now that if that was ever said to any other Democrat congresswoman or congressman, there would be a full investigation. There would be CNN everywhere talking about how horrible the Republicans are. Anyways, um, but let's uh, let's let's uh, let's jump right back into our local news, because after all, that is exactly what we are here for. And um, as far as our local areas, um, um like I said, that's a well. That's what we're here for. But I do, I do want to cover as much as I can, um, as I can uh, about this, um, about this uh, race. Now, um, Nebraska governor collected, uh, collectively raised well over twelve million. I apologize, twelve million two thousand twenty uh, twenty one. But the vast majority of the total, according to a campaign statements, went. Sorry about that. My um thing lapsed. I went to the campaigns of two two Republicans, Jim Palin and Charles W. Herbster. Now, a lone Democrat in the race, Senator Carol Blood, came up far short of either raising the equivalent of 1.4%. More than likely, it's because no one wants a pussy little Democrat um uh, a pussy little Democrat on our um uh, board or, or, or as our governor. Now um. Speaking of uh, uh, that, I also want to include that Carol Blood, uh, although she's a Democrat, um, her ideologies, I I've researched her a little bit, um, her ideologies are very, very far-stretched. Um, she does believe in a lot of the things that would literally destroy America. Um, however, she watching her speak, I can say that I can say that she's trying her hardest to come from a place in the heart. You know, she's trying her hardest to to really, really analyze everything and do what's best for the state of Nebraska. However, she lets, uh, I, I, in my opinion, she's letting what everyone else or what everyone else uh, that she sees on TV control what she does and how she should think about 
everything. You know what I mean? Which is not good, ladies and gentlemen. Obviously not good because we do not want someone, uh, our governor, our new governor, only believing what everyone else is believing. We have to really, really think for ourselves. Now, I, uh, moving moving forward, now, uh, Nebraska lawmakers are hearing the pitch for a $270 million prison. This prison uh, is um, uh, one of uh, Governor Pete Ricketts' uh, projects. Um, why uh, he is building this prison? Because he knows there's going to be a very, very huge influx of illegal immigrants. He knows there's going to be... I have a feeling that he is setting that prison up because he understands that Nebraska has uh, this huge push of Democratic pull. And it's coming to the Midwest. And everything, I think I think he sees what every everything that happened on the East Coast and the West Coast is now coming here. So... Maybe in his uh, his ideology, and I am not speaking for him in any kind of way, so these are all my opinions. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody got one. So that being said, what I am trying to say is maybe he's trying to better prepare the state of Nebraska for uh, all the people that we're going to lock uh, have to lock up. You know what I mean? After all, that immigrant that just uh, killed the cop, he got let go, and he's going to stay in Nebraska. And that and that's also not including the other immigrant, the illegal immigrant that killed an 18 year old that was let out on bail, and he will also stay in America too. Yeah. Um. So uh, maybe he foresees some of that uh, shenanigans coming to the state of Nebraska, and he wants to make sure that we can lock every single one of these mother effers up. Now, um, that being said, um, I do not personally believe that building a prison is the way to go. I think giving the Nebraska people the knowledge, uh, Pete, of what is really, really going on uh, within, uh, in the swamps of uh, that is of the White House and um, the strings that are really, really getting pulled on. And, the, and, and, and not only that, the corporations that are setting themselves up behind our courts and even paying to put judges into our courts, paying candidates to push certain ideologies. I think we need to start calling these people out so we can show the American people Listen, dude, if you want to know what I am dealing with on an everyday basis, rather than treat the uh, Nebraska people like children, um, in my opinion, I think this is the time where we need to be more open and more and show more transparency and more and just more more truth. You know, give tell the Nebraska people what you are seeing in Washington, D.C. This is one thing I do not agree with what you're doing. You're acting like you do not what's going, know what's going on in Washington, D.C. I know full well you do. You're not saying anything about it, and it's fucking bullshit. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, I, if anyone, if everyone, everyone's probably gotten, uh, gotten aware of, I'm a very big supporter of Pete Ricketts. That, that being said does not mean, that does not mean I agree with everything that he's doing. You see what I'm saying? This is a, this is about balance. Believe me, I get a lot of balance myself. Uh, that being said, well, let's get right into this article now. Um, the Department of Corrections made an urgent pitch on Thursday to spend 270 million on a replacement for the Nebraska State Penitentiary in Lincoln. This was stating that facility has outlived its useful and life and is ill-serving the state and those locked up inside. The inadequates of penitentiary are to main. To, uh, to many to name, corrections due to Scott Frake said the issue ranged uh, range from poor plumbing to security limitations, less than ideal uh, facilities for treatment. That makes now the time to decommission the facility and replace it. Now, um, once again, this is another also another reason for um, why we might, I shouldn't say might, uh, because I'm still up in there about the idea of building a um, 
such a huge prison and an, another huge prison in the state of Nebraska. But this is also right, a reason why we may need to build another prison in the state of Nebraska because the prisons that we do have, even the Douglas County, uh, even the Douglas County, the county jailhouse, even the county jailhouse, even that needs to be redone. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, that place is disgusting. And as soon as you walk in there, it literally, literally feels like like you're in hell. It feels you can feel anger, gang affiliation, and bad choices everywhere. You know what I mean? And I understand while well, you're in prison, that's that's probably what you're supposed to feel. Um, if we are supposed to be a civil society like we claim to be, and um, we're supposed to be able to help these uh, criminals, because let's face fact, not everyone that goes to jail means they're a hardcore criminal. But of course, we deem them to be as soon as they go to jail. And that's how the law works. You know, they say uh, real quick, you know, they say um, you're guilty or you're innocent uh, until proven um, guilty. Everyone knows the exact opposite. You're guilty until proven innocent. That is not the way uh, our Constitution is written. You have to understand, we haven't followed the U.S., the United States American Constitution since 1931 when the Rockefellers bought out the land, bought out the stocks of America, and that was done in 1931, and that is fact. They literally bought America up pennies on the dollar in 1931 because they bet against our dollar. Uh, all, all fact, all reality, yep, all, 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 you know what I mean? All documented, but you know what I mean. We don't really uh, take uh, take into effect of how much that may uh, truly, truly affect us. Now, um, Nebraska crash. Now, the Florida trucker pleads no contest and fatal smash on Interstate 80. Now, uh, a Florida truck driver has pleaded no contest to the misdemeanor of vehicle homicide charges in a crash last year on Interstate 80 that killed a LaVista man and his seven-year-old son. York Wynn Crawford, 51, of North Miami Beach. Uh, enter the pleas, uh, enter the plea Wednesday in Lancaster County Court and faces up to two years in jail when he was sentenced in April. Uh, now investigators say Crawford was driving a semi-trailer west on the I-80 in the morning of September 4th when he plowed into the line of vehicles that slowed to exit. The first vehicle hit was a pickup truck carrying 41-year-old Mark Kippis and his 7-year-old son, Taylor Kippis, who died. Now five others were injured. An investigation showed Crawford had been driving the speed limit just prior to the cash and, uh, crash, sorry, crash, ca crash, and that he was not impaired or using the cell phone at the time of the crash. Instead, Crawford was briefly distracted by something outside of the truck. Well, um, you know, I tell you what, either way it goes, um, you know, that's either way it goes. That's that's um, that's a very sad subject. We, you know, it's it's, uh, it's more than sad. You know, I shouldn't really, really say it's even sad. It's it's devastating and it's it's horrible that the, uh, that. That we lost, uh, you know, um, uh, a young, young boy and a grown, a grown adult. Either way, man, and these are the kind of things that you know. I love, I love, I honestly, man, I love, I love covering these people, man, because they don't really get the covers that they really need. We always just brush, uh, brush these things off because CNN, and they don't get blared all over the TV and all over YouTube. And you don't see these people constantly. Well, here at Subliminal Message Studios, we will always talk about you, dog. We'll always mention you. We will always mention you. Because after all, Subliminal Message Studios is the faith that will drive America back to freedom. Let's go to break, ladies and gentlemen.
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to this podcast. This is Subliminal Message Studios, and I am always your host, Leonardo. Thank you very much for joining me, and thank you very, very much for always, always being aware of your surroundings. And I mean that by thank you, by allowing yourself to keep on working keep on going forward. Thank you very much for just breathing, man. You know, just, just thank you so much in general. I don't know if anyone has told you thank you today, but thank you very much for whatever it is you are doing. That is, of course, unless you're hurting someone, in which case you, 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 you probably, you probably should stop that. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's, let's get right back into this, um, new soy processing plant to be built in Norfolk, Nebraska. Now, um, uh, plants, uh, according to a press release, now a soybean crushing plant will be built near Norfolk, Nebraska, once it is approved by state and local officials. Now, Bowdas, who is leading the development of Norfolk Crush LLC, says the project is scheduled to break ground in, in the spring of 2022 and be operational by 2024. The 480-acre uh, site is estimated to cost $370 million to build and is expected to crush 38.5 million bushels of soybeans and it will announce once it is up and running, once completed, the plant will add an estimated 50 to 55 more jobs. Now, Norfolk Crush has selected Figan Inc. to be the engineering, procurement, and construction, EPC for short, contractor for the plant. Figan Inc. is excited to work with Nick Bowdish. Now, um, the Nebraska Central Railroad Company and Union Pacific Railroad will serve Norfolk Crush. Now, who is Faggot Inc.? Well, ladies and gentlemen, Faggot Inc. has also done deals out in um, St. Louis. Uh, that'd be Kansas City. They've done deals out in Missouri. They have a pretty big um, uh, planetary base within the Midwest. But Faggot Inc. is also linked up with... Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-boom. Guess what? Linked up with Moderna. That's right. They actually have a part. It's a Fig and Ink is a somewhat of an umbrella company for certain pharmaceutical companies. See, the far, uh, they have deals with a uh, certain pharmaceutical company that gives them the aluminum uh, mono and nitrate that uh, that they can then give to um, uh, contractors or farm companies, uh, farm companies like. Um, Norfolk Crush to spray all over their fields because after all they have to abide by EPA or the EPA you know EPA you know the same EPA that just uh, taxed some of our um, uh, some of our gas uh, some of our gas plants over 428,000 at the lowest I was 68,000 uh, $68,000 fine I think that the top was like 428 now however they tax those they they, they fine those guys EPA fined our Nebraska gas, uh, our, our Nebraska gas companies, because they claimed that they changed, they were altering and taking off devices that reduce emissions onto cars. What they never said was that company was never doing that. All they were simply doing was taking off a little part of uh, that is in the car. They were taking that off so it would get better gas mileage. Now, of course. EPA comes in and says, you will dare not do that. Are you out of your effing mind? <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's how the cookie crumbles. Now, um, uh, re, re, uh, re getting back to this um, to this new soybean plant that's going to be uh, built in Norfolk, Nebraska, I just want to 
really, really get into that, how Fagan Inc. actually has ties to a lot of pharmaceutical companies, one being, M, uh, one being Moderna and a few others that I am not able to find. If I'm not, well, the reason why I can't find them because they're not publicly noted yet. However, that link within itself, that link within itself is finite because it also shows on how the left and how Silicon Valley in particular is making its foothold here in the Midwest. Not only that, it also lets us be more aware of how and where some of this money is coming from. Now, am I saying Nick Bowdish is aware of some of these things? You know, um, I have no, I have no idea. I have no idea. Now, the CEO of Fagan Inc. is Chris Howard. Um, he goes on by saying, Norfolk area is a great location for a sorbing crush facility, which will make a lasting positive impact on the region. The Nebraska Central Railroad Company and Union Pacific Railroad will be the ones, once again, to serve um, uh, this, uh, this plant. Uh, now, getting uh, getting more into this, ladies and gentlemen, because after all, I do want to cover as much as I can, as as much in uh, Nebraska. As always, there's always uh, always something, always something going on here in the great state. We have a mountain lion. Uh, you know, actually, you know, before I even uh, mention this, this is one of those articles because we're here coming, uh, we're about ready to come up, uh, coming up to the end of our local news uh, segment. So uh, I always want to leave you guys with um, uh, one of those articles that just, you know what I mean, either it's very hopeful or it's just really, really cool to, um, you know, to talk about. Now, mountain lion kitten trapped is killed in northeast Nebraska. This is one of those articles that is crazy. Uh, now, um, a, 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 excuse me. Let me reframe myself. A, a conservation officer killed a young mountain lion last week after after an altercation between uh, the um, uh, uh, between the um, conservation officer and the mountain lion. He caught a caught by a trap near the Missouri River in northeast Nebraska. The eight to nine month old male was too injured to be saved, so it said Sam Wilkinson. So he put it out of its misery, and that is. Uh, you know, I'm going to leave that right there because it's going to be short and sweet because that's all it really, really says. But apparently the mountain lion was um, uh, accidentally uh, caught by a trap. It, and that trap was uh, laid in the uh, Missouri River. I don't know uh, if they're saying accidentally caught in a trap because they... Why, well, first, I guess what I'm I guess what I'm trying to say is what the fuck is a, is a trap that can catch a mountain lion doing right next to the Missouri River in the first place. I mean, it's not like whoever that trap was like, it's not like that trap was made for catching fucking mice. You know what I mean, ladies and gentlemen? That's not, that's not any old, you know, regular trap. I don't even know how to say that. That's a, what the hell is it doing there? I guess, I guess that's what I'm trying to say, man, because, uh, but, um, and just FYI, I'll make sure I post this uh, to my Facebook, uh, my uh, Facebook page. That's uh, all one word: Subliminal Message Studios. Go on there, and I, I always uh, keep uh, some of these articles up. Lately, they have been taking their articles down, which is why I've been having to set up my own website, which is in the making, ladies and gentlemen. Which brings me to another point. I am now, I, I am now accepting donations. Please, if you can donate to this, donate to this podcast. Help me grow it so the Midwest can have its, the Midwest can have a free and non, a free 
press. The little term of a free press, someone that's going to give you the real news and keep you really aware of what they are not telling you that's going on behind closed doors. So please donate, donate, donate if you can. Either way, I appreciate you guys for all listening to me, even if you're a long time listener, even if you are a new time listener. Thank you very, very much because it means uh, a lot. It really, really does. I've been doing this for some time. And I can tell you it's been a journey. I can tell you there's been a lot of uh, learning curves and um, ways and ways to fuck it all up. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, uh, 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 all pennies aside, I guess uh, I'll just leave it right there. Please donate to this channel. Help me build it up because uh, if 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 I can grow this uh, grow this podcast to the point where I can start putting video content up and I can create my own website and I can start linking a lot of these articles straight to my own website because Facebook does take down a lot of the articles that I have found from different news outlets or all around the world or the uh, or the court documents that, that I read through that are from the courthouses and I read through them and then I present them on my podcast well a lot of those documents they'll take them straight down off Facebook so, ladies and gentlemen, there is a lot more that um, that I can do. There is so much more that I can um, do for you guys. It just all takes it all. It all takes money. So please donate if you can. Now that being said, ladies and gentlemen, let's keep on uh, let's keep on going with the Nebraska news, or should I just say our um, uh, local news? But, um, ladies and gentlemen, I also wanted to get um, uh, stay focused on the supposed nonpartisan bill that they are trying to push through that would change the Nebraska legislation. Listen, this supposed bill could change Nebraska's nearly 100-year-old unicaramel. If you guys did not know, uh, the state of Nebraska has been uh, has had a unicaramel um, legislation process ever since the state the state of Nebraska became a state. Now it's two years after the Civil War. Um, once again, there is a, a supposed conspiracy theory that it was Thomas Jefferson that actually wrote our uh, the state of Nebraska Constitution. I personally believe it was Thomas Jefferson that wrote the state of Nebraska Constitution because the state of Nebraska Constitution was written in a lawyer's office with three unknown people and one lawyer. That Even that one lawyer is not known, by the way, and more than likely we will never truly know who wrote the state of Nebraska Constitution, but what we do know... What we do know is Thomas Jefferson had a direct line with the congressman of the state of Nebraska. That is what we do know for sure. All right. Now, um, legislative ballots do not show candidates political party affiliation. Now, this bill is LR282CA. This is proposed by Senator uh, Julia Slamma. Slamma said the bill would provide necessary transparency to voters and help educate them before hitting the polls. What she's really, really trying to say is she wants to make it less transparency and make it more about who's a Republican and who's a Democrat rather than about the team of Nebraska, the family of Nebraska, and making sure Nebraska works with each other and make sure Nebraska keeps excelling within this crazy, crazy world. Now, um, moving forward with this, now Dan Hughes, chair of the executive board, said the bill had 10 proponents and 31 opponents. Opponents said the focus of the legislature should be on Nebraskans, not political parties. That is absolutely right, and that is exactly what I just got done saying. Now, opponents to this bill, to this bill um, excuse me, also mentioned 
U.S. Senator George Norris, who is a key supporter of Nebraska's switch to a nonpartisan legislature. Constitutes would not be as a as a part to approach someone on a different party, and legislature would not be as a point to listen if beholden to a party on a different point of view. This is said by Senator Diane Schmink. It would also give the governor more power. Senator George Norris envision our system as giving more power to the people. If the bill is passed, it would still need to be approved by Nebraska voters as it changes part of the Nebraska Constitution. So, ladies and gentlemen, make no mistake, we need to shut that shit down immediately. These are the certain things. See, this is this is how the devil works, ladies and gentlemen. This is how the devil works. Why do you think I'm going to continue to say that the push for the Midwest is here? Okay? They're here and they're going to do it. They're going to shut down they're going to shut down Nebraska. They want to shut down the Midwest now because it is becoming too prosperous, too loving, and we love guns way too much and it has become way too armed. The elites are coming for Nebraska right now. They are trying to eradicate our educational systems, change our the constitution within our state, privatize our roads, this is serious, ladies and gentlemen. We need to take better care and we better wake the fuck up. All right? Because they're here in the Midwest and they're really coming strong. Do you want this state to look like Chicago? Huh? See, there are parts of Illinois that are, are wonderful to go to. There, are, I know a, a certain part of Illinois that I would love going back to right now, right here. Take me back to it. And I am drunk all weekend. You, you see what I'm saying? However... Do you want this state of Nebraska to look like Chicago? Because make no mistake, that is their push right now. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Subliminal Message Studios, and I am always your host, Leonardo. I will always be here continuing to give you this news. Let's go to a quick break, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh, oh. 
Gentlemen, this is Subliminal Message Studios, and I am your host, Leonardo. Well, welcome back from break, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just jump straight into it. Now, organizations testify against plan any nonpartisan nature of Nebraska legislation. That is um, uh, coming out right now. Of course, we are having a very big push from a supposed, they're saying, nonpartisan opposition. Now, um, and, and we're also having the exact opposite. We're also having a lot of, a lot of teachers, a lot of uh, lawyers that are getting involved in the in the supposed um, uh, plan to eradicate our Nebraska state constitution. A lot of us are speaking out and testifying against the plan to end uh, supposed nonpartisan nature of the Nebraska legislation when it's anything but nonpartisan. It's just a simply another way for the elites, or, or should I say the, the Democrats, to show division within the state of Nebraska. And it has nothing to do with nonpartisanship. Now, um, uh, now the transuity, uh, I, I told you guys I wanted to stay, uh, stay on the transuity, uh, tran- the transuency, uh, the transuency division bill for, uh, the young and our youth. Now, the transuency bill was a bill, uh, that was put into place to once again, be soft on criminals. I don't know how else to say that, but not just be soft on them. But it's it was it was put into place uh, for troubled teen uh, troubled teens that get themselves into trouble. And um, this is uh, basically they go through a diversion class, and uh, or if they're missing school a lot, if they're missing school a lot, then they'll go through a diversion class, and uh, then they'll uh, they'll stay. They'll keep themselves out of jail. Um, of course, there's all the, also a whole lot of lawyer talk within there. But um, either way it goes, the uh, transuency uh, the transuency bill has died at the legislation uh, house. So we do not have that's that's one bill we don't have to worry about. That is teaching our children that it's okay to steal and uh, kill because after all, they won't get they will not get um, in trouble for it. Which obviously that's the best uh, best things uh, that's the best things we can do for our youth. Obviously now. Um, Brad Ashford, preventing gun violence, a public health imperative. We can always count on the stupid Democrats to prevent this shit. <clears throat> now, um, he goes on by saying, uh, this is one of the articles coming out of Omaha World. Now, he goes on by saying, our nation faces two issues that are of the pandemic and the gun pandemic. Because after all, it's a gun pandemic. Now, um... A recent New York Times article by Gern focuses on the challenge of gun violence and the times of COVID nationwide murders increased by 27% in 2020. In Omaha, guns are used in 75% of all homicides, and black Americans are eight times more likely to be shot by the police. Wow, that is uh, just right out ahead, just uh, going straight to Nebraska is uh, a big racist um state after all that's why but then again that's why we uh, changed our uh, logo right we changed the logo of herbie uh, herbie the husker not because 
we are racist because we just don't want to be linked to racism, right? <laughs> that's that's just uh, amazing how um, that is uh, the the that's that's what they're really really worried about. You know, that's what the Democrats were really worried about. We just don't want to be linked to it. It's not that we aren't, you know what I mean? But of course, the Democratic Party is the most racist, the most hateful, the most disgustful party that is in our nation today. But we have to put up with them because they are in our nation. We have to educate them and show them that what they are teaching and what they are doing to America, you're not part of the group. When shit hits the fan, they're not going to give you your ticket, your golden ticket, and say, come on board. You're dead. You're done. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is how it works. Now, uh, gun rights bill up for the break. That's right. Uh, this is um, this is going ahead in our legislation, uh, our legislative process. Now, on January twentieth, the Judiciary Committee legislation should support a law enforcement should show support for law enforcement and should show support for LB nine eight zero. That Senator Wayne's LB nine one eight LB nine eight zero would make anyone with a lengthy prison sentence, including mandatory life sentence, eligible for parole after only serving twenty five years. This means that the most violent criminals, such as rapists and murderers, would have the opportunity to leave prison early and victimize more people. Now, um, our law enforcement officers are absolutely vital to our security and safety as Nebraskans. We should be doing whatever we can as legislators to give our law enforcement the support necessary to carry out their roles. Now, on January 26th, the, the Judiciary Committee sat through over five years of testimony on criminal justice reform bills. This includes Senator McKinley's LB980, Senator Wayne's LB918, that's my boy Senator Wayne, and LB980 would make anyone with a lengthy prison sentence, including mandatory life sentence, eligible for parole after only serving 25 years, which would shorten the term, meaning you can kill someone. And let's say if you got issued uh, eight years for killing someone, blowing their heads off over uh, over Snickers, you're only going to serve four years and get out. Um, that is the kind of uh, that is the kind of shit that we have to deal with and that we're dealing with now. Now, um, LB918 would double the cash values required for a crime to be considered a felony. The argument for this bill is that the inflation is creating felons out of people committing small-scale crimes. However, that is not true, saying uh, other the, uh, the, some of the other Democratic senators that are on our panel. There are only six states that have felony theft threshold higher than U.S., and if the bill were to pass, it would put us at a number one. Currently, our felony theft uh, threshold is even higher than California. This is simply a bill that softens Nebraska's response to crime and makes our state vulnerable to smash and grab robberies that plague other cities. I oppose LB's 980 and 918 being soft on crime does not keep crime from happening, and it will exuberate the issues our agencies are facing. Absolutely. And um, uh, everything I just said right there is absolutely true, which is why we need to oppose these bills. Now, of course, there are better ways to deal with criminals. There are better ways to improve the life of after you've did your crime and after you did your time. But it also comes it's it's always going to come down to the person See, we can put it any law we want to in place. We can keep on being soft on crime all we want. None of this is going to matter unless the person 
that has committed the crime comes out of there after doing their time and wants to truly change, ladies and gentlemen, that is what is really going to matter. We need to give America back its faith. That person will never change if he has no faith. That person could be a lifelong criminal, come out of prison and want to make all the change in the world. But if all he is being told that you need to worry about being uh, focused on being happy and being focused and focus on and focus on what everyone else wants you to do instead of what you want yourself to do to empower yourself and to make yourself a better civil person to society ladies and gentlemen now that being said we are going to end the local part of this segment and i will see you on the other side ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for joining this podcast thank you very much every single one of my listeners i salute every single mother effing one of you ladies and gentlemen thank you very much this is leonardo with subliminal message studios i am out of here